Welcome back to Conversations with the Creator. We're glad to have you again this week. And we're going to be talking this week about uh, what are the kind of things that God talks to us about. You know, we talked, I think, last time about how do we know it's God when he's talking to us. And I just felt like, you know, maybe another question that people have, another common question that people have uh, besides how do I know it's God is what would God want to talk to me about? Why would he talk to me? So I think that's a, a fairly important question for people who who may just be coming to a place of recognition that uh, their creator still wants to have conversation with them. But it's also a great topic of conversation for people who've who have uh, been listening for God's voice for years. When you think about it, yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, I believe our creator wants to talk to his creation, right. And I'm going to say I believe my father wants to talk to his children, or our father wants to talk to his children. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I think that's a great approach to answering the question of, you know, what would he want to talk to us about is when we recognize he is not just the creator of uh, the universe, but he is a dad. He is. I mean, think about, I, I know everybody didn't have great relationships with their earthly parents but if you think about a good parent-child relationship what kind of things would a parent want to talk to their child about not always the happiest things or i'm not gonna say i mean i believe god has good things for us and so even though things may be a hard thing it's a necessary thing and i have raised four sons and there were times where and still times where I have to say things that may be hard or difficult for me to even say to them because I know that they may not like it or it may go against something that you know they might be doing or whatever you know they're grown so I have to be careful you know when you get adult children it's different than having children yeah well and, and I think that's actually one of the reasons that some people can be afraid that God wants to talk to them about, or one of the things that can be, mm-hmm. people can be afraid God wants to talk about, and that is correction and what some people would call rebuke. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's difficult conversations, but when you're a child growing up, you lived because your parents had conversations with you that were corrective. Mm-hmm. Don't stick your finger in that plug. Mm-hmm. You know, don't run across the street in the middle of traffic. Don't, or... Don't run with a pencil. Right. You know, I mean, or don't, don't talk, put your eye out. Don't know. have a bad attitude. I mean, yeah. I, I know that, you know, we, we uh, have talked about dreams on multiple platforms. We speak. Right. We do public speaking. We speak in uh, different venues, and we, we talk about dreams all the time. And one of the things I think about, and we don't focus on dreams necessarily in this one, but it is one of the ways which God speaks to his creation. And he doesn't just single out um, people of certain faiths. Right. No. Everyone, you know, for the most part, has the opportunity to have a dream. And that didn't just happen. You were created. I mean, think about it. You were created so that when you sleep, you will dream. And at the same time, your body's being repaired. Your brain is resting. So here you are. It's like God saying, I'm not going to waste any of your time. While you're slumbering, 
I'm going to speak. I can speak to you. Now, I know what a lot of people may be thinking is, wow, you know, it doesn't just happen when you're dreaming. I understand that. But that is one of the ways that it happens. And I I was just thinking about one time uh, we were talking about rebuke and and correction. Right. How I had a dream once where there was a person and – they would in the dream they would approach me and I would turn my back to them. They would approach me and I'd turn my back to them. They would approach me and I'd turn my back to them. And um, it was I knew when I woke up immediately that I had not been given this person my time and I needed to. Yeah. I had someone just came up and said that to me. I probably wouldn't have liked them saying well, yeah, it. Yeah, and me. think about it. The dream said it really clear. Stop turning your back on this person. Yeah. But if I walked up to you and said to you, Lisa, stop turning your back on that person. I wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it. You could receive it in the dream a lot easier. And I think that's the thing we forget when we recognize that God does want to talk to us about things that are corrective and yeah. uh, uh, um, disciplinary in, in mm-hmm. the sense we think of it that, oh, he's going to tell me what I'm doing wrong and condemn me when that's not his nature. Right. In that dream, it, what, he wasn't saying to you, you're an awful person for doing this. He was saying this behavior should be corrected in order for things to improve, in order for things to change. Mm-hmm. That's a very positive approach to correction. We, we, I think because we sometimes have earthly parents who may be harsh and hard with their correction, mm-hmm. we assume our Creator's going to be harsh and hard with well, correction. Well, not just harsh. How about we're just imperfect? We're imperfect. Yeah. I'm sure if you ask my sons, have we and do we always approach things appropriately, I'm sure they will say no, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I could critique them as well, you know, it could probably go both ways. But, you know, we do tend to hear through a filter, and that filter is what we've learned in our lifetime. And so, you know, if we have parents who have been kind and gentle, and you know, or maybe we've had parents who are too kind and too gentle. Yeah. And maybe. then we can't hear any, you know, we don't we don't know when God is saying something well, to us. Well, and those are cases know? where sometimes if we've had very harsh, hard or just uh didn't know how to correct uh parental authority, God may actually be softer to get us to hear. Mm-hmm. But if we've had authority that's been too soft, he may be a little bit harder than what we're used mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to get us to pay attention. Yeah. So, I mean, one thing about our creator is he is perfect in the way he approaches it. I may not like it, a particular approach he has to me, but I usually can find the reason why he approached me that way. Mm-hmm. I can usually see it. Right. Uh, so I don't think it's, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think our response to God when he wants to correct mm-hmm. or rebuke is appropriate for us to be afraid. I think right. to be cautious or to be um, careful that we understand Mm -hmm. is a great approach but being afraid of his correction god doesn't humiliate us he asks us to humble ourselves Mm -hmm. there's nowhere in scripture that says everything's going to be great if god has to humble us now occasionally he does but but if we just humble ourselves his voice to us is a much uh, um, more comforting process even in correction well um my father passed away and my father um was a little bit humorous and i mean he could be serious at times but i mean everyone 
knew my father's disposition. Well, most people would know their father's disposition if you know your father. You know what they're like, what they would say. And many times, I would because, you know, you spend time with your family, you spend time with your father, and because he is somewhat of a metaphorical representation of who our creator is, you know, we... I look at that and I go, okay, there are times where we might be hanging out or I mm. might be with my extended family, my brothers and my sisters, and I might say to them, well, you know what Daddy would say in this situation? <laughs> he would say this, and everybody would laugh and say, you're right, he would say that exactly. Even his grandchildren will say, oh, that sounds like something Papa would have said. Yeah. And so when we, the thing that I think opens conversation up between um the creation and the creator is being open to hear him. Now, I do think coming at it from a Christian perspective, I would be careful with that because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm hearing from my true creator. And um, I don't believe uh, that he would ask us to do anything that would be um, inappropriate, you know, and so right. that's that's a very heavy question. I mean, it's, we could go way down a trail well, with that, but you know, you do have to be careful with that. And so, from a Christian perspective, my answer to that, if someone had a question about that, how do I know if it is Him? He will reveal Himself to you through His Word, which I believe is you know the Scripture that we read as Christians, right. through other Christians who have been walking with. God in and and have listened to His voice, and through circumstances around us. Yeah, He does, and I think that when you talk about those things, you sort of led into another one of the type things He talks to us about. You know, we we the ways we know it's Him help us know that these are the things He wants to talk about because He He comes to us and He doesn't just just always bring correction. Mm-hmm. That is the first one we address because. I think it worries people, but sometimes he talks to us just to encourage us, yeah, and just to to uh, comfort us or to cheer us up or to cheer us on, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think about uh, times in our life when we have, you know, almost been ready to give up or to quit mm-hmm. on various things. I can remember recently, and I won't get into details on it because we had a very personal situation going on in our ministry life where we were uh, under a a level of a conflict with some folks. And I can remember the Lord giving me a dream, very detailed and very specific involving the people that there was conflict with and showing me that the Lord was supporting me. It wasn't that he was against them. Right. He was supporting me to get through this, that this tension will end. And it was an encouragement to you, and that was on a personal yeah. level, you know? So. Yeah, and, and so I think if we're going to be afraid, if we don't want to hear from God because we're afraid he might correct us, then we're missing all the times when he wants to come to us and encourage us and cheer us up and cheer us on to press in and move forward. I, I, I mean, our situation was serious enough. I had thoughts of just stopping podcasts, stopping ministry, just doing something different because it was so wearying at one point in that process. And God's like, no, you can make it. That you can overcome these things. You can move forward. 
Oh. Well, you know, and I think, you know, one of the things, not only did he speak to us in dreams, um, that was another dream example, yep. but he also can just, there's a nudging, I don't, you know, yeah. a nudging that happens. Like, I'll just use a real personal example for you and I. Um, if we ever get in an argument, you know, mm-hmm. if we ever get in an argument. We don't ever do that. <laughs> Never argue. That, uh, maybe <laughs> we have little, you know, spats or whatever. If I'm not willing to slow down and not allow my emotions to run away with me, then I can, if I'm still for a moment and I hold what I'm going to say, I'm waiting and I'm trying to hear how I can have a better response. I believe yeah. God can speak to us that way. It's not. It's well, daily living. It's not just about. It's not just about. I need dream. this great revelation mm-hmm. of how I need to move forward. That happens. I think we do get great revelation from our heavenly Father. You know, I believe He gives us great revelation. But and sometimes it's life changing when those moments happen. They don't happen daily for me. But well, they do because if if I I'm think living, they happen more often than we realize. And if I'm living my life daily, trying to hear him, trying to hear, you know, what what is good and what is favorable and what promotes life, what gives other people life, you know, right. do I want to win the argument or do I want to hear what God says to me? Yes, yeah. my flesh wants to win the argument. Well, and see, I think the thing to remember, too, is that a lot of people would say, well, that's you're just going back to that's God talking to us about correction. That's not God talking to us about correction. That's God teaching us. There's a difference between his correcting us and his teaching us. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that God wants to talk to us about, how to do things better, mm-hmm. how to handle a situation, how to overcome an obstacle, how to accomplish a task. That's just like your father, natural father, sitting down. I, I remember very vividly in uh, my, I guess it would have been uh, middle school years, that my dad uh, was encouraged me to be involved in the 4-H club, my natural father. And he sat down with me, and they had invited us to, or I'd been invited to participate in a woodworking competition at a countywide level. Mm-hmm. And they, they invited us to um, build a birdhouse. Now, the problem was my 4-H advisor did not tell me you were supposed to build. Everybody was building the same kind of birdhouse from a specific plan. Nor did they tell my dad that. But I can remember my dad sitting down and saying, let's do something creative. Let's build something like nobody else has seen. Let's do something fun with it. Yeah. And he walked me through the process of building this three-part birdhouse on a pole that had a round one, a square one, and a triangle. Okay, but what I'm hearing is that your daddy really wanted to live through you in the four. No, your he daddy was, loved I did, I did I mean, all the work. Yeah, I, well, he did I'm love kidding, birdhouses. I'm kidding. But he did all. He, I did all the work. He yeah. just walked me through, and he would shut down, do this and do he this. He loved that kind of stuff. And he did love those kind of things. And that's the way our Heavenly Father is like. He loves giving us those tips on creativity. Now, in my case, it was really funny because we get to the show and find out that I'm the only one with this unique birdhouse. Everybody else's are identical, <laughs> it right? It be a certain spec. Yeah, and they, they just created a separate category and said I want it because because <laughs> I won on creativity. Because the, 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 the guy who was in charge realized he had not told us 
in that sentence, mm-hmm. the plans. So he felt bad. Wow. But but what I'm saying is, I can remember coming home from that. So now I've got. Here's something you can do. Here's a way to be creative. Mm-hmm. And granted, it didn't fit the norm. Right. I, I was outside the box with that. And God talks to us about things like yeah, that. He does. And, and he'll change our circumstances so that what could have been viewed as a loss mm-hmm. can be viewed as a win it's because really we pursued him That's and really the good. time spent with him. And God does those kind of things. That's really good. So he gives us he gives us that that those answers. Mm-hmm. He answers, you know, uh, answers questions. He 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 gives us direction. It's another mm-hmm. thing he likes to talk to us about, yeah. giving us direction, which is kind of like solving the problem. Right. Where do I go? What do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I can think of a couple of examples of that. Another is it through a, dreams? Another one's a dream, but I have one. I know that's which just one a, I'm thinking sort of. Sort of a, a still small voice idea. Oh, go ahead. I bet you're thinking about your math professor. Nope. Okay. Which one? Which one are you thinking about? And now I you thought got you were thinking curious. about your math professor, professor, your <laughs> math professor from college, who had the dream that he was supposed to move to the West Coast. Oh no, that's and not what I was thinking of. His but pastor talked to him about. Have you ever thought about moving to the West Coast? And then everything he watched on television was about the, the West read, Coast. Yeah. And then every book he read had Probably something to do with people moving to the West Coast. All these different ways God was saying to him. Here's direction for your life. You I know, want you to move to That's a really good Coast. example, too. Okay, so yes, those so were what was your, dreams. Okay. Now, now I want to follow well, that, up that, with that. That was dreams and. Yeah. That was dreams when plus. When he got out there, it was hard. It was he hard. He had a job offer, but when we got out there, it was withdrawn. But then he ends up, you know, oh, go ahead, go ahead, you now tell. Now I'm just uh-huh. going to say, we, we get led to go somewhere to do something. We get direction, and we feel like we're getting it from our creator. And then we encounter difficulty, and we go, because oh, didn't we didn't hear right. No, you are being strengthened. You're being strengthened. You're you're learning. It's not a bad thing. You well, know? I mean, we were out there for a speaking engagement. And we had the chance to have lunch with him mm-hmm. one day or see him. Yeah, I he came to church. And he came to the church where we were at and everything. And he he loved it. He loved the place he, he was. It was he loved being there. But it had been a hard process to get to that mm-hmm. place because it didn't happen the way he thought it would. Right. Did that mean that was not something God was talking right. to him about? No, it just wasn't the way he expected it to play out. Right. Well, I, well, I've well, got well, another okay. good example of that too. So, but you okay, go ahead. Okay, so first. the one I was thinking of it was through a dream too, but it was the specific direction of you going to a highway that intersected in a oh, certain that area. Was a cool one. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool, and we we wound up going there. When you called them, you actually in your dream got specific roads road that, that crisscrossed mm-hmm. and it was in the town of one of our um people who's part of our organization yeah you there's no way you could just know that and in the dream i was specifically being put on a bus to go to that crossroad mm-hmm. i get up in the morning look up on map where the roads with those two numbers mm-hmm. intersect and it's Honest to goodness, guys, it was a, you know, forgive me, Monty, but it was a little nowhere town in the middle of Montana. I mean, we drove hours to get there. I mean, not that the town was nowhere, but you know what well, I mean. I mean it was you, a, there's no way you could just know it, and it wouldn't be. It was not one of those place, big names on the map that no. when you pull the map up, right there it is. But, but, right. but the I mean, of the whole map of the United States of America, there's and no it was way. The only place on the entire U.S. map. Where t- roads with those two numbers crossed each other. Now, I'm, okay, maybe not, there were others. Not, but, not just those two roads crossed each other, but that it was in the town of our friends. I mean, that's yeah. 
That was we knew that we needed to go there. Yeah. So what was the other one you said? Oh, well, I was thinking about yeah. for direction. The 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 things he talks about. It was a still small voice because I can remember we were sort of mentored uh, in dream interpretation, really by uh, a, a amazing man named John Paul Jackson, mm-hmm. and. Um, just before he passed away, which was in February of 2015, uh, well, several months before, he had been struggling with some health issues, and he was supposed to go along with another good friend of ours, R.T. Kendall, to um, India mm-hmm. for a conference, the Elijah Conference. And uh, about six months before he was supposed to go, I just felt in my spirit, I felt, in my being uh, that I was supposed to go as well. And the way that came about is I heard, and, and I remember we talked about this last week, how do you know it's him and the week before about, you know, uh, uh, some things I think or last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was that we talked about uh, two times back, I think maybe we talked about um, this idea that, when people say I heard, it's not always what we think it is. It's not that they heard with this ear, mm-hmm. but I heard in my heart. I heard words. Like for me, like a memory of somebody telling me something that I didn't actually ever have them tell me. The words I heard were, I want you to go to India for John Paul. Mm-hmm. That's and what that's I heard. What, and that's what you wound up doing? And that's what I did. I, and I thought, I'm thinking to myself, this was my idea of how to You were that trying work. to interpret it how you heard it in that moment. In that moment. You because couldn't he's see. going. Yeah, he's going. It's going to be his first international trip in a while since he struggled with some health things. And I call up and say, hey, can I go on the trip with him uh, to talk to his assistant? Can I go on the trip with him? I'll just, I'm glad to just go carry his bags because I thought I'm going to go to India for John Paul to support him, to help him, mm-hmm. to carry his bags, to uh, open doors for him, to make sure he had a car ride. He's an armor you know, bearer. Yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of people call his armor <laughs> yeah. bearer. But there was a team going, but I just felt like I was supposed to be there to help in that yes. way for him. Yeah. Well, what I didn't realize is about two months before the trip was supposed to happen, they had concluded he couldn't go. And then about a month before it was supposed to happen, RT, well, it was actually about two weeks before it was supposed to happen, RT got sick, and he couldn't go. And I went to India and ended up being asked by the ministry to sort of, I had been to India before nobody else on the team had been. Right. And I ended up being asked to sort of help guide, you know, take some responsibility mm-hmm. For that team, there were other great people who could have done it just as well sure. on the trip. But because I'd been before, I was asked, so I ended up going to India for John Paul mm-hmm. because he didn't get to go. Yeah, it wasn't the way I expected it to be. Right, and, but it was that was a, an example of direction in my life. Yeah, something I needed to do, pointing it out to me. That's right. That's good. So it's interesting, you know. Um, also, so that's that's still small voice. That that's something. So. We may hear it through a dream. We may hear correction, rebuke, encouragement, mm-hmm. you know, guidance. Yep. Um, and I do believe the more we spend time reading his word mm-hmm. uh, uh, as a Christian, at my, my testimony would be I read scripture and I get inspired by that. But it also gives me something for my daily living that allows me so that uh, there's a verse that says, 
and my sheep will hear my voice and no other voice will they follow. And so um, if we're spending time with him, uh, I I believe that is what keeps me kind of on the straight and narrow um, and how I hear his voice. So. Well, you know, I think you're right, and I think there's, and I think that raises a good point of one. We certainly haven't covered all the things he wants to talk to us about, but I think there's one more that we should mention before we run out of time today, and that is sometimes he talks to us just to prove to us he can talk to us. Yeah, yeah. And that's when we struggle because we think, if oh my goodness, if the Creator of everything is going to talk to me, it has to be something of monumental, huge significance. He doesn't want to just talk to me about my day. Right. He doesn't want to just talk to me about frivolous things. He, You know, and that's not true. He loves just spending time with us and us spending time with him. That's how we learn to know it's his voice. That's how right. we learn to hear his voice. And that's how we learn to know he wants to talk to us. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, would you rather learn that God wants to talk to you when you're in the midst of a crisis that is life and death, and you have to know it's him, you have to believe he talks, and you have to believe he wants to talk to you about the situation you're in, mm-hmm. or, or you could die. Would yeah. you rather learn to hear him then mm-hmm. or over what songs are, are, is the worship team going to sing at church next Sunday? That doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what they're going to sing. It's going to be, we're going to go and, have a good service. Does it matter which songs we sing? No, it doesn't matter. But God may want to teach us that he hears us, that we hear him. Mm-hmm. And so he just shows us he cares. And I don't want to presume that everyone who's watching this is a believer. It would be no. going to church to hear worship songs, you know? No. So I would just like you could, to... You could learn to hear him in other ways, frivolous too. What songs can be on the radio next, you know? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I so I, I was just thinking how if I could encourage you, you know, because I think we're getting close to... Um, wrapping this one up, um, I would encourage you to ask God to speak to you and then um, look for um, his voice and um, just let him reveal himself to you. Yeah. You don't have to be a Christian to have that encounter. And it doesn't have to be something phenomenal. I remember uh, years ago sitting in a library and just I was studying for the bar exam because I was – taking my bar exam for my law uh, practice. And I was half dozing off. It wasn't really a dream, but I just saw in my mind's eye these tanks from a country that I knew where they were from, Mm -hmm. roll down a road, turn off the side of the road, and go through a hedge. What in the world did I see that for? That night on the news, there was a clip of those same tanks going down the road, turning off the road, and going through the hedge. Mm -hmm. Why do I... Share that here at the end. Because I was still learning about God speaking. Mm-hmm. That wasn't something that happened to me all the time then. It wasn't about anything significant. And Lisa just challenged you just to ask God. Mm-hmm. Ask your creator to reveal himself. Mm-hmm. He's not necessarily going to do it on super important stuff. Mm-hmm. First of all, he may just want to let you know, yeah, you do here. Now then you can go back and say, well, if that was you, how about something that helps me understand who you are better? Because he may start with something simple. And I believe that he would be, you know, there's a drawing in. And um, from a Christian perspective, it is, um, I believe that Jesus came to die for us and to give us eternal life so that he can have fellowship with Mm -hmm. us. 
And so if if you know if any of this is intriguing to you, I would encourage you to ask God to speak to you and reveal himself to you. Reveal his son to you. you pursue know? pursue him mm-hmm. and see if he doesn't reveal himself yeah. to you because he wants to talk to you not just about the specific things we've talked about, the kind of things we've talked about today, or what kind of things has he talked to us about. He wants to talk to you about what's relevant to you. Yeah. He wants he wants to be relevant in your life. And that no matter who you are, he wants to engage life with you. That's yeah. part of what having a conversation with yeah. him is about. Yeah. I love it. Well, we're out of time. So uh, we'll be back in two weeks. I think we're doing every two weeks now on the podcast. Uh, Till then, uh, like us on Facebook, uh, like and share, uh, you know, share on Twitter, uh, put put it out there for folks. You know, this is a new title. We're still, I think, showing up under Dream Stories, but I believe by the next podcast, we should have the conversations with the creator uh, podcast itself up and running. So like, share, um, you know, um, a comment on all the different platforms, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all the different places where you see this and hear this podcast, all the podcasting platforms, and uh, just help us uh, get the word out. We're back on a regular basis now, and and uh, we'd appreciate it, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, Till next time. <laughs>